Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Covfefe Break. I almost said daily Covfefe. Welcome to Covfefe Break on Unsafe Space. Today is Friday, March 27th. Yes, I had to look that up. And uh, I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as usual, by the bad man, Majama, who is in a hat today. Although, why is her video not showing up? Oh, there it is. Here we go. Here's Carrie. Hi, Carter. How you doing? <clears throat> I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> this is what you pay for, folks. <laughs> At least she's authentic. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You're going to get me out of it. Why are you in a bad mood, pray tell? I don't. Why am I in a bad mood? I... <laughs> uh, you know... I don't understand how, I don't understand how the polygamists do it. I don't know how guys can hang out with more than one adult female in their lives at any at any given time. Yes, that's misogynistic. <laughs> misogyny. We're starting things off on a interesting foot today. Bad mood and misogyny. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it is what it is. Hey, Dr. K is in chat. Hi, Dr. K. Um, first of all, Carrie, you should be aware of some things. Uh, Ninja Kitty has pledged a dollar for every time she forgets to append an emoji to her chat. So everyone keep an eye on Ninja Kitty and hold her accountable. Hey. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should mention today's the last day for um, the raffle, uh, I think. So uh, Little Ragamuffin organized a raffle to support Unsafe Space, which is super um, amazing and surprising and uh it's been going on for a week and a half now i guess and she, i saw on instagram she added more sponsors came on board so there's more prizes now so basically every time you do a super chat that's two dollars and fifty cents or more you're entered and um and then if you do like a subscribe star she's going to go to the list of our subscribe star people awesome so. um yeah thank you very much little ragamuffin and we should shout out to um i have seen a lot of new subscribers Presumably, thanks to to Ragamuffin, and uh, there you're not in the credits yet. I'll do it this weekend, and you'll be in the credits. But uh, we should say thank you to the subscribers and tipsters who've been in there doing that. Also, we already have uh, some super chats today: one from Ninja Kitty, two from Ninja Kitty, one from Kent uh, Chuck, and one from Debbie Chandler. So, thank you guys for the super chats as well. Also, I have been hearing Carrie um, Maria Tuscan. Uh, um, texted me about this this morning. I don't know if she texted you about it, but she may have. I, and several people are mentioning this in chat. We're not showing up in people's feeds. Like when we do a notif notification to yeah. say that we're going live, YouTube is just shadow banned us. We're not, we're not around. So, um, that makes it all the more important to like share this content, um, with friends and like help spread the word because I guarantee if people who aren't are already subscribed, aren't seeing our feeds, people who aren't subscribed yet are definitely not seeing anything. So we really desperately need your help to help spread the word and um, get this out here. So, Yeah, I've also heard the same from several people that they don't get a notification when we're live, even though they are subscribed yeah. and signed up to get notifications. So yeah. that sucks. Also, thank you to Sylvia uh, Pozos. She, uh, she just gave us a $10 super chat. So um, thank you, Sylvia. You know, when you do a super chat, you guys can ask specific questions or force us to do a dance or something. I don't know what you can do, but, uh, but thank you. So, um, one other thing I wanted to mention was, uh, I did, I did say last night that if enough people 
actually, I think I said if one person in chat says that I should make the freedom uh, responsibility graph into a t-shirt on unsafe space, I would do it. And people wanted it, so I will do that and hopefully get it up this weekend. I've got other shirts. Karen and I have other stuff we want to do and put it up as well. So hopefully that will happen. It's going to go up with the uh, the one that the make make Republicans conservatives again shirt. I don't know if it'll go up with that one, but uh, they'll go up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. Carrie's I'm really testy. been pushing on this. She really likes the Make Republicans Conservative shirts, and she really likes the Make Democrats Liberal. We have that one already. Uh, and I think Yeah, Make I, Democrats Liberal again. Just to be clear, a total of two of you have purchased that one. So I'm hoping that the Republican one will be just as, uh, just as popular. Come, okay. <laughs> Come on, sir. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dr. <laughs> K wants me to do a dance. I shouldn't have said a dance. Thank you for the super yeah. chat, Dr. K. I can't, do, I can't dance. I don't know. I don't know what my dancing is. I'm not a dancer. Uh, I am the reason that there's a stereotype about white guys dancing. But Carrie will do a dance. That doesn't count. No, I won't. She said Carter. Carrie's oh, testy. That's my, that's do my a dance. dance. I, I, what, I don't know a good dance. What, do you remember this thing when you were kids? Do you remember this? And you would like do this on the dance floor when you were in junior high school in the 80s? No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's your dance, Carlin. That's as far as I go. Little Ragabuffin says not worth 10k. I am not worth paying to to like that's what you get with me. So you should pay me to do something else. You should pay Carrie to dance, but uh, uh, I'm not worth thank 10 you, bucks. Thank you, Doctor K, for the live. Thank you very much for the <laughs> for the super chat. And also, who's the other one? Sylvia. Thank you, Sylvia. Yes. Um, you know, I actually used to swing dance back when the Gap commercials were. Remember the Gap commercials and all the swing dance? I used to do that, and I had a fedora. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I could do that. I can't swing dance though like here, and I'm not going to do it for ten bucks, Doctor K. But thank you. <sighs> so did, that didn't put you in a better mood, Carrie. I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. Um, you know what will put you in a great mood? What censorship? Okay. Everyone loves censorship. <laughs> You know what put me in a good mood? Okay, so last night I watched Roman Holiday. Have you seen this movie, Audrey Hepburn? I I used to be in my youth. I was I had a crush on Audrey Hepburn, so I have seen all Audrey Hepburn movies. Yes. Okay, so uh, there's one part where at the end, the uh, the so basically, if you guys haven't seen it, Audrey Hepburn plays this princess who decides to like go on holiday for the day in Rome, and she escapes her um room and she ends up meeting uh oh gosh who is it it's the guy that played atticus finch isn't it i thought it was cary grant no no it's not cary grant oh it's It's the guy Finch dude okay i don't remember from to kill a mockingbird um what's his name anyway she ends up meeting him and they have like but he's a reporter and she doesn't know it and he recognizes that she's the princess and she doesn't know that he recognizes that she's the princess. And so they spend all day together while he's trying to get this story, this expose on her, like going around on the town. Gregory Peck, that's who it is. Gregor, it's Gregory Peck. And so then he brings his camera guy friend over who has this um, trick camera hidden in a lighter. So he's like taking these pictures of her surreptitiously. She doesn't realize it. And um, at the end, there's this one part. I'm not going to ruin the ending, but there's one part where uh, the guy is showing the photographer is showing him all the pictures he got of her. And there's one of her at this dance where this barber came and danced with her. And he said, look at this one. I'm going to call it 
barber cuts in. <laughs> Do you think that's funny? It's funny, but that was a really long lead up to. A Sorry, that's a long question. lead up. But Barbara cuts in. I thought it was hysterical. I don't know why I've laughed at this for so long. Anyway, this movie's great. It's really funny. There's a lot of funny parts in it. If you guys are stuck in because of coronavirus and looking for something to watch, it's a great old film. You know the so. other Audrey Hepburn one I like that's not like that's not one of the famous ones is uh, How to Steal a Million. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen that one. No. It's, uh, I think it's Peter O'Toole with her. Um, yeah. And uh, that one's also good. There's like a similar twist of stuff going on. But um, anyway. Well, we've talked about uh, bringing up baby on a previous episode. And this one was kind of, well, that was Catherine Hepburn. But anyway, I'm enjoying watching. Some bringing really up baby movies. is still one of my favorite old uh, comedies. It's a classic. Do you like uh, What's Up, Doc? With Barbara Streisand and Brian O'Neill. I don't Ryan think I O'Neil. saw it. I don't think I saw it. I think What's Up, Doc, is I was inspired by many things, and I think one of those things is bringing up baby. Oh, really? You should watch it. Yeah. I don't like Barbara Streisand, so I, I don't have like a hard her time like replacing Catherine Hepburn with Barbara Streisand. That might make me want to. Okay, I, but I don't like her either. But I like this movie. Okay. Give it a shot. Um, okay. Well, anything I can do to watch movies that no longer provide royalties to living people in Hollywood, uh, I'm interested in. So. Uh, okay, censorship. <laughs> yes, censorship. <laughs> we were going to talk about something important today. Uh, we got all Thank of you. Our... I feel better, though. Huh? <laughs> I feel better, though. Good. That's the, that was the goal. Now we can talk about censorship. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, you know, we, we talk about censorship a lot, Twitter censors, Facebook censors, and, um, and we've talked about how they, they like to have trusted sources for things. And this, this happened, um, y- you can see in the era of the coronavirus, this happening even more. In fact, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Carrie, but uh, Twitter actually <clears throat> uh, banned the Federalist for an article that they posted and tweeted about because the article uh, written by a doctor suggest, I think it was a doctor suggested that, Hey, the, the article was titled how medical chicken pox parties could turn the tide of the Wuhan virus. And it talked about how people who are low risk maybe could get together and develop immunity similar to chicken pox parties. It just threw the idea out there. It didn't say you should go do this, but Twitter, because they've decided that anything against the, quote, trusted sources, which to Twitter is like the WHO, uh, anything that runs contrary to what the trusted sources are saying is uh, harmful or whatever. It goes against their standards. And so they are banning it. And um, well, first, there's that. Did you see that at all? I want to let you know about that. And I'll stop because I I could rant about it. No, I did not see that. Okay. Thank you, Daniel, by the way, for the... uh the super chat he says charade oh that's a great one daniel yeah charade and how to steal a, Mil- steal a million are kind of similar charades the one with carrie grant though i think um, uh, yeah uh anyway um yeah so so they're saying well the who is a trusted source and i just want to i want to talk about the who for a minute i believe that the who is literally trying to kill us either <laughs> I'd like to ascribe it to incompetence, but I, I don't know how I can. So I'm just going to 
let's just look at a couple things. And again, these are the quote trusted sources that we're not allowed to even question or have any kind of counter narrative about. Let's just look at what the WHO has done uh, in this time frame. I'm going to read this out loud. I have, uh, I have heard just briefly, I've heard people saying that the WHO is basically repeating anything China, communist China's talking points. They're putting them out there. Yeah. So here, here's, here's what the WHO, this is just a timeline of some things the WHO has said. <clears throat> December 31st, 27 cases of uh, pneumonia with unknown causes have been reported in Wuhan. China says there's no evidence for human to human transition. <clears throat> So this is China and the WHO, both January 5th, WHO says, hey, no evidence for human-to-human discovered. Uh, does not recommend travel advisories to China. So WHO is saying, don't bother, just keep traveling, it's fine, no worries. January 12th, WHO repeats, no clear evidence for human-to-human. This is after, by the way, uh, the whistleblower doctor happened in early December. We kind of knew stuff was happening in China. I knew by January 12th, but the WHO, is saying, nope, no evidence for human-to-human transition, uh, transmission. January 14th, they say, well, limited, maybe limited human-to-human. Um, okay, January 15th, oh, sorry, actually, uh, 14th, they, they went from limited to saying there is no evidence again. 15th, they said maybe there's some limited evidence. January 17th, they don't recommend a quarantine. This is like way after you should be quarantining in China at this point. The 19th, there's no clear evidence for sustained human-to-human transition. The 21st, they say, well, maybe there's some. The 23rd say, oh, there's no evidence for it outside of China. Now, I don't know how you can be a doctor and think that makes any sense. Well, the virus knows which borders it's in, and outside of China, it doesn't do human-to-human transition. But inside of China, it's a thing. So that's what they're trying to tell us. Then on the 27th, they say, okay, well, we'll raise the alert level. Then they... <laughs> They're discouraging repatriation from China. We have strong confidence for China's keeping control. Hey, we love China. They're an authoritarian dictatorship. Uh, it's great. Let's let's just listen to China. The 30th, WHO says, Till now, we've not seen deaths reported outside of China, for which China deserves our gratitude and respect. China's transparency is protecting the world. Now, this is bullcrap. China is being, has been anything but transparent. Anyone with literally a friend from China knows this. We're, I've said this before, but we've seen massive censorship of anything that runs counter to the Chinese narrative about how great they are and how much they're doing. So by February 3rd, the WHO says, well, there's no need to restrict travel in order to slow the spread of the virus. Don't worry. No need to, to restrict travel. Getting on a crowded plane with a highly contagious virus is not a big deal. Um, and now, you know, March 12th is, got, is the most recent part of this timeline. This is a pandemic. WHO has been in full response mode. We've called for countries to take urgent and aggressive action, and we're deeply concerned by the world leaders' inaction. So suddenly they act like, oh, we've been, we've been sounding the alert the whole time. It's the world leaders who are failing you, not the WHO. And so this is kind of... Hey, Carter. Yeah, go ahead. Can you... People in chat are asking... Laura's asking if you can share this graphic so people can share it. It's on my Twitter and feed. And me too. Yeah. I want to share it. Yeah. Your Twitter feed? Okay. I'll, I'll post a link to the tweet right now. It's on my Twitter feed. Okay. Um, so that's not, even, that's not even the worst. This is what pissed me off this morning and made me want to talk about this. Um, I, won't, I won't make us watch this video because the, the text of the video is in, uh, in this tweet here. But here we go. Uh, let's see. Okay. 
This is what the WHO is telling us. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm just not a moron. So here we go. If you do not have any respiratory symptoms, such as fever, cough, or runny nose, you do not need to wear a medical mask. When used alone, masks can give you a false feeling of protection and can even be a source of infection when not used correctly. So they are actively discouraging people from using masks. Now, let's be clear. Masks, a couple things. First of all, the coronavirus, you have the coronavirus and are contagious prior to symptoms. You are asymptomatic. This is common knowledge. You don't have to be a doctor to see this. It's all over the place. Everyone knows this. They admit this. So that means telling someone, well, if you don't have visible symptoms, assume you're not sick, basically, is what they're, you don't need to wear a mask. Why not wear a mask anyway? What if you are sick? You could be helping prevent other people from getting sick. Second, they act like you are all complete imbeciles. And like, well, you don't know how to put a mask on. It's going to give you a false sense of security. Let the professionals handle the masks. The masks are a big complex thing, you idiots. Let the professionals handle the masks. Look, a mask helps. That's why nurses wear them. In fact, later in the, in the video, if you watch the video, they say, well, well uh, <laughs> professionals need to wear them because they're around people that have uh, the coronavirus quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's why you wear them, because they do help. They're not perfect, N95, ma N95 masks, which are the standard masks, they're not perfect. Um, you can still catch the coronavirus through the mask. Obviously, if you're a moron and you, you know, put it on with holes all over it and take it off and put it on all the time and touch it all, the, you know, you can make it worse and you can give yourself a false sense of security, but that's true with like a bucket. These people are the, re they, like they're talking to you like you're the reason why there's a, a warning sign on buckets that's like, don't put your toddler in it head down with a bunch of water. Like there's a reason for, for this. They think you are absolute morons. And I'm really, I don't wanna be a conspiracy theorist, but I'm really starting to su suspect that the globalist elites just wanna kill a bunch of people at this point. They're just like, Let's just call the population. Let's tell them to not use masks. Let's bungle the whole effort. Um, let's uh, roll out some authoritarian measures. This is a great. I th this is a great way to try and seize power. Maybe I don't know, but if this kind of crap from the WHO doesn't make you quest question globalism, I don't know what will. There's there's not a worse response uh, that you could possibly have to this virus than what they've done, and uh, and they're still running around telling people like. Uh, you know, don't worry about wearing masks. The death rate's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. They are, and they're claiming that it's world leaders who are the problem. So there it's, <sighs> that's just, it's, it's darkly funny to me. Yeah. I, yeah. I I'm, who is who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's who? who? Who are these people really? Yeah. Like, no, I, I, they really can't think much of you. Right. Uh, it's and also it's well, not that hard to properly put on a mask like for many packages there's directions on the package uh so well so okay so since we're getting into a bit of not con i wouldn't say conspiracy theory but just talking about weird things um somebody in the chat said well you know people are drinking fish tank cleaner now and right. i wanted to mention that for a second because I agree with the people who are saying there's something really fishy about that story. Excuse the pun. Um, 
But the woman, if you guys haven't heard, there's this woman in uh, Arizona. Is it Arizona? Yes. Who says that she and her husband drank this uh, fish tank cleaner because it had an ingredient that they heard the president saying could be an effective, you know, um, what's the word? An effective... uh, Antiviral. It it was effective treatment. It's an... Yeah, it's... uh, it's uh, an effective anti-malaria drug. Yeah. It's been approved by the FDA. Now, just to be clear, there's been a lot of misinformation about this too. People are like, it's not approved for this use by the FDA. That's true. The FDA doesn't approve drugs for a use. I mean, they do, but you can do off, once it's approved, you can use it for um, other purposes. That's a, that's a doctor discretion thing. So um, it doesn't need to be approved for the coronavirus. It's been approved for malaria. Um, right. And it's and what he was talking about was hydroxychloroquine. Thank you, Smokey. And this woman, what, what she and her husband ingested was not hydroxychloroquine. It was chloroquine. No, it was hydroxychloroquine right? phosphate. It was exactly really? the same thing. Yes. It was? Yes, it was. I, I researched this. Um, it was hydroxychloroquine phosphate. It's used as uh, to kill parasites in fish tanks and other and algae, I think. Um, however, however, uh, it's not for human consumption because the fish tank one, um, who knows what else they put in it. It's not like it's not meant to be ingested by humans. Uh, it probably has other stuff that's for the fish, but the active ingredient is indeed the same. Now, I don't know if uh, there's some slight... I haven't seen anyone describe any chemical difference um, between the core compounds, but obviously there's a difference between taking something like taking something that's meant for fish tanks and taking something that comes from a pharmaceutical company that's meant to be ingested. I mean, who knows what the dosage amounts are? Who knows what other substances are in it? There could be, I think in the fish tank one, I think there is other stuff in it. Um, In fact, I'm almost positive. I remember reading there's other stuff in it. Who knows what that effect? That what effect that stuff has? Um, you don't just go, you don't just go take something <laughs> out of your fish tank cleaner thing. They they literally took spoons and scooped stuff out and put a tablespoon each into like soda okay. and drank it. So I'm not the only, or Smokey and Chat's not the only one who heard that it's not the same chemical because I'm looking at the Daily Mail right now, and there were other news sources too. I, I heard are, that, but then I researched wrong? it. Those news sources are wrong. It's the same chemical. Those news sources are wrong? Yes. Because they say it was chloroquine phosphate and that they can, conf- it even says here, they confuse the chemical with hydroxychloroquine. No. Uh, it, it's the same thing. If you look up the antimalarial drugs, chloroquine phosphate is just a form of the, the drug and it's the same form that's given to humans. Huh. Yeah. Um, now... I don't know. Um, that's my understanding. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, okay. I, I did do research on this more than most people, more than like reading just the headlines. I like, I looked at some stuff and like, and I actually researched, like I tried to buy fish tank cleaner and looked up the stuff. And I, I tried to like, I read about anti-malarial drugs and what they were like. I, I did a little bit more research than reporters do. Um, and, but you know, I'm not a chemist. That's not hard. Right. I'm not a chemist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, it's it's uh, 
Elizabeth says the chains hydroxy and phosphate wouldn't be different. I, no, I think what we're what we're dealing with, Elizabeth, is different names for the same thing. I think the full name is hydroxychloroquine phosphate, uh, but I, I'm not. You know, you can look it up. It doesn't matter because at the yeah. end of the day, even if they're slightly different or even if they're the same. It's not on Trump you that you're a moron enough to scoop your fish tank cleaner into a glass and drink it. Right. Well, okay, but I also, here's something else about this story. that This is why I said it seems fishy. Yeah. I saw somebody else and I point this out, and I agreed with them, and I forget who pointed it out. It was someone on Twitter, so forgive me for not knowing the source. But they were pointing out that in the interviews, first of all, this couple isn't identified. That it's some anonymous couple. And the woman says something in her quotes. She says, uh, you know, don't believe anything the president says. I saw him on the TV cameras talking about this drug and him and all of his buddies. All of his buddies? It just it doesn't sound like something that someone who believed and trusted Trump enough to to go and ingest fish tank cleaner would say. It sounds like somebody who never liked Trump. Do you know what I mean? Like the quote itself is weird. You, I'm like, you don't believe is, that she actually was like a Trump supporter listening to him. You just think she's using this. I I don't know. It just sounds, it doesn't sound truthful to me. That's all I'm saying. It, you know, maybe this woman killed her husband and got him to drink something and then decided to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think they both we drank it and got sick, but yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, also well, also when people kill their spouses, they sometimes stab or shoot themselves too, you know, to make it look a like a dark person. Well, they do. I watch a lot of true crime. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your boyfriend's not watching. <laughs> look, we've already did the episode where we talked about true crime. Women, I think, tend to watch true crime a lot more than men. <laughs> look, Nicole Pratt says, ring my bell too, Carrie. That sounds... That sounds like you mean something else. But yes, it rang your bell too. Yeah, it seems weird. It seems Jesse, yeah, Jesse Smollett-ish to me. Um, who, who is this couple? We don't even know who they are. Right, right. And, and you know, the, the thing that bothered me the most isn't that there's a crazy couple out there, I, either with an agenda or just dumb. Uh, either one. That's not surprising to me. What's surprising to me is that mainstream media and it was a lot of mainstream media i mean it, there was articles by the hill and like it, just um everyone they in fact here wait i think i have a here's an article about all this stuff now a lot of them have deleted their headlines and changed them since then but you know media outlets called for the misleading reports that man died after taking corona, uh, coronavirus drug touted by trump so they they said stuff like uh actually these aren't the headlines sorry Anyway, they, they said stuff like, uh, you know, man dies after ingesting drug that Trump recommended. Um, like, they, all of their, their headlines were all about how Trump was responsible. Trump had blood on his hands. Trump told someone to do this, and they did. In fact, their response has been like, maybe we should stop broadcasting these Trump updates because he's killing people! His, what, meanwhile, what his approval very, rating has been going up. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice that. And what's very irresponsible here, I agree with you on this, what's very irresponsible here in the story is not Trump talking about the newest medical breakthroughs. It's the media trying to pin some r ridiculous death on him that has, not, like you said, either there was either 
it was a case of people being incredibly stupid. They didn't even have symptoms. They didn't even think they had this. No, virus. they were taking it prophylactically. <laughs> yeah. They were like, we're going to try and prevent it with it. What? Who does that? That's why I think there's, again, there's something fishy here. Maybe it was foul play. Maybe it was something else. Who knows? But the point is, no matter what it is, try and link some anonymous source that claims with no other evidence that they took this. And even if they did, even if everything she said is true, that's stupidity. That's your own stupidity. It has nothing to do with the president talking about, is he not allowed to talk about any breakthroughs now because some idiot might go do something? Right. And the mainstream media has been yelling about, well, it's not, it's not true that it's proven. It's, Trump never said it's proven. Here's the facts. There, are, there is anecdotal evidence. That's it. There's anecdotal evidence that when prescribed by a doctor and not by yourself, and when it's you know actually the drug and not some fish tank cleaner, there is anecdotal evidence that it is helping and it is quite promising. And for Trump to say that uh, is absolutely appropriate. Um, it's a way to calm fears and, and explain to people like, look, we got some promising uh, results here. You know, it's not, he didn't say we're rolling it out tomorrow. He didn't say, go to your local pet supply store and pick some stuff up and down it. He said, hey, there might be light at the end of the tunnel. There's, there's been some success with these anti-malarial drugs. That's 100% true. It was 100% scientific. There's nothing wrong with what he said. He says buffoon things sometimes. This isn't one of them. Um, and, and yet the main, I, I mean, I, look, I think if anything, if, the biggest casualty, thankfully, from the coronavirus may actually be the mainstream media. I don't understand it. Like, they are, they're just continuing to double down. And I think people are realizing, especially with this fish story, people are realizing just how lying and manipulative the mainstream media is with their headlines about, you know, people took a drug, Trump touted, and now they're dead. You know, it's pretty... It's pretty egregious. Anyway. Carrie, you are either muted or you've entered a new career in pantomiming. Uh, we can't hear Carrie, so I will move on until we can hear Carrie. But I don't know. I don't know if I can rant much more about that one. Um, I do think it's interesting. I think one of the reasons that the media is trying to, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the media is is calling on, a lot of people in the media are calling on the media companies to stop broadcasting Trump's updates. I think actually a Washington radio station maybe did um, stop broadcasting, Washington State radio station stopped broadcasting the coronavirus updates. And I think the reason for it has nothing to do with, you know, chloroquine or chloroquine or uh, anything else. I think the reason is when Trump speaks directly to the American people, people like it and he does well. And when he has to go through the news media, he doesn't do as well. And so this is an opportunity where he's getting in front of the American people every single day and talking to them and people respond well to it. And that's why his approval ratings are going up. So the media is like, well, we can't have that. Yeah, there may be a pandemic, and maybe there's some vital information that could come out of this press conference, but we certainly can't let people hear Trump directly. We have to be the ones to tell you what he's saying. And by the way, he's literally killing people with fish tank cleaner. Carrie, I hear some rustling. Are you back? Can you hear me now? Yeah. You're good. Great. Okay. My microphone was doing something weird. Um, well, I have some stuff I want to say, but I said most of it yesterday in this video that we'll probably put up later today. My yep. thoughts on 
stuff about Trump, but um, I don't know. I think I think some people. I I still want to put it up regardless of if I cover some of it now. But I think a lot of people have just they hate him so much that, and the press hates him so much that they want him to fail, and they want bad things to happen to the country because they want him to fail. Yeah. And I think that's a really scary place to be. Anyway. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Um, yeah, we'll put that video up later today. I, Carrie and I both, without even communicating to each other, both felt like we had something to say about the coronavirus stuff yesterday and made independent videos. I just live streamed it because I'm lazy, but Carrie, uh, Carrie recorded it, so we'll put it up later today. Um, I guess another thing, I, well, I mean, we should mention, I, I think people know this at this point, but the U.S. is now... Um, surpassed china so we're we've got more coronavirus deaths deaths than uh, any other nation i assume you saw that carrie yeah um if you want a good resource actually if anyone's looking for a good resource let me let me pull this up um this is kind of it i don't trust any of the numbers from china but everything else is is probably pretty good this is the john hopkins coronavirus map it's got uh got a lot of information we're at ninety-two thousand cases in the u.s china peaked well china china is is obviously on the decline but they they're at 81 81,000 so we're going to be 100,000 in probably probably today uh probably after today we'll be we'll hit 100,000 in 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 the u.s um so the the china stuff there's some weird things floating around that i wasn't going to address but I kind of want to a little bit. I don't trust, I don't trust China, and I don't trust their numbers. But there's some crazy, there's some crazy claims going around, like 16 million people are dead, and uh, and this is based on cell phone records. There's been cell phone companies in China that, and I think Breitbart did an article about this, but I saw it kicking around in some chat rooms um, a couple weeks ago, and I dismissed it. I didn't bring it to you guys because I think it's bunk. Um, there's this claim that like if you look at the cell phone records in China, I think like something like eight million subscribers um, were taken off the books in the first quarter of this year. I think in February. And the argument is, see, see, they're they're dying. They're all they're all dead. That's why. There's no other reason to give up your cell phone. Um, I don't know that that's true. Um, there's other possible reasons like people returned. Uh, to their hometowns after work and and then got let and lost their jobs because a lot of factories shut down and so they canceled their cell phone plans um you know there's there's other explanations for this i don't think eight million chinese people are dead and the government's hiding it that much they probably would if they could i just think it would be it's too hard to hide that many people but i do think that china's numbers are much higher than uh than we're seeing and i don't think that's that shouldn't be controversial um, yeah, Elizabeth said maybe they're factory issued cell phones and had to turn them in. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Also, like a lot of Chinese people, um, have two different cell phones cause you get like, uh, you get all these like minutes, free minutes and rewards for signing up for cell phones. And so like people have like sometimes get extra ones and then keep them around. So they get extra minutes and then like, but it's an expense. And so if you're not using it as much, you get rid of it. And so that shows up on the, on the thing. So there's lots of reasons. Um, 
there's there's not a, you know but there are literal crazy people online i've seen running around saying like see there's 16 million chinese people dead or whatever uh i don't believe that's true but i also don't believe china's what is it 81,897 number so uh alva carl says remember they hid 45 million starving station deaths yeah during the great leap forward yes but people didn't have mobile phones with video cameras on them during the the great leap forward uh, so I think it's a lot harder to hide that now. Maybe, look, I could be wrong. I wouldn't put it past them to try. Uh, I just think that's, that's a lot. <sighs> uh, I just want to say thank you, Wombat, for the super chat. And, Ninja. and Tara. And Tara, thank you. Yeah, and Ninja Kitty is there's... sinning in some more, so she's putting some more money in. I see. Wait, what's she doing? Every time she forgets to, to do an emoji, she owes us a uh, dollar. So I see. Yeah. I'm just calling it. it sinning. But yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about my local forum. I'm going to give you an update on my local forum. Your local forum? <laughs> what is this? Remember I talked about seeing the best and worst of humanity in my local Facebook group? Oh, yes. So uh, it has turned into yesterday... People are in there criticizing one, like, it's almost like a bunch of religious, you know, you know, this meme, Karen, this idea of like a Karen is somebody who wants to talk to the manager, right? Yes, I do. Well, Carrie. Yes. <laughs> so there's a bunch of quote unquote Karens in there who are like looking out on Facebook, like looking out their window, like I see people outside having fun <laughs> and they're like posting about it. And so there's seriously somebody on there yesterday posted this thing criticizing, you know, I drove by the blue hole today. The blue hole is like a local swimming hole. And there were people swimming and having fun in the blue hole. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, and then it devolves into a bunch of people like her who are like, get the police over there, you know, call the police. They shouldn't be allowed to do this. And, and other people pointing, rightly pointing out, that's actually one of the things we can still do, even though we're on a shelter in place. Like they encourage people to go outside and get exercise and just to stay six feet away from other people who are not in their household. And another woman was like, well, I drove by and it looked like, it looked like contained groups at the blue hole, like a group here, a group there. It wasn't like some big free for all that you're talking about. And even if they want, even if it were a big free-for-all, that's their business. Yeah, like Tara says in chat, that's their business. What is wrong with you that you, like, you don't want to go to the blue hole? Fine. Why are you trying to get it shut down for other people? And it and it devolved into, there were like 250 comments, and it devolved into people screaming at other people and some people trying to explain, hey, you know, this is what they said. They, you know, this is a necessary thing for people to be able to go outside and get fresh air and exercise. And then a bunch of these Karens saying, you and I both know there's a big difference between fresh air and exercise and going to the blue hole. No, I don't know that. Swimming is fresh air and exercise. Like, are you the fresh air and exercise police? And I just, I think it, like I said, it's a fascinating to be in these groups because you're watching. I'm, I'm always, I'm very interested in human, um, the human ability for good and evil. And you can see people very quickly becoming these little authoritarian busybodies. Somebody finally posted in the thread, this is why we need martial law. And they were being serious. Yeah. And then other people were like, are you, are you serious? Martial? And she's like, yes, we need martial law because people aren't going to, you know, like, Oh my God. 
What is wrong with you? How about you be in charge of you and let these people who are swimming at the swimming hole be in charge of themselves? Oh, well, I anyway. mean, I think Karens are like, actually Karens are the problem. Karens are going to kill the country. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. Karens are the worst. I'm um, a Karen, by the way. I, I, mean, I don't I mean, mean I, you know what I mean. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because because it's not there's always authoritarians in any society. There's always some people who are like, you know, the bullies who want to rise to power and do evil things. And like, there's always those people. They're, they're in every society. They have no power uh, except for the Karens. It's the Karens who are like, you know, the Karens are, are, are the ones who get all excited about being busybodies and like wanting to do that i want to i want to support the authority like they're the problem they're the problem they won't stand up to it they fall in line the people who fall in line and become cheerleaders and bootlickers you're the problem like there's always going to be people who want to stomp on you with boots it's the bootlickers that enable them um and karen's are bootlickers karen's are just you know they'll, they'll they'll do whatever the mainstream authorities tell them is the right thing to do. And if that's advocate for martial law, they'll advocate for martial law. The Karens are the reason that Holocausts happen. The people don't oppose them because the Karens are like, well, I guess it's in the best for the country. Like, yeah, for the, the greater Karens. good. Yeah, it's for, for the, greater the greater good. good. <laughs> yeah. Jim Galloway says, Karen sent people to the gulags. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So these are these bunch of quote unquote Karens. Um, which has ruined my name, by the way. But uh, <laughs> uh, they, but they're, yeah, they're just. You're right. They would send people to gulags. They're all in there, basically, you know, begging for martial law, begging for men with guns to come and tell people what exercise outside is appropriate and which one is not. You know, right? And they're little, they're little thieves. They, they, they this, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this relates to something I was posting about and thinking about yesterday, which is. Um, in Los Angeles, I saw that the mayor has said they're going to shut off water and power to any small businesses that don't comply. And there was a friend of mine who shared, um, I saw they were sharing and shaming small businesses that were still open. And one was like a picture from Instagram of a hair salon that said, you know, hey, we're like, we're still open and we're doing this type of sanitation and this type, whatever, if you want to come in, schedule appointment. And they were shady. They were like, look at this hair salon that's still open. Uh, oh, oh, don't go to that hair salon. If you're afraid of catching the virus, why then, or if you're afraid of spreading it, stay home. But why are you shaming that small business? And then they were basically celebrating that the mayor's going to be cutting off power and water to places like that. Right. I can't get down with that. I just can't. Like, that's not, no, you're, you're you. basically, yeah, you're celebrating authoritarianism. You're celebrating the government coming in and shutting off power to small businesses. How about stay your ass home and let other people make their own decisions about what's safe for them? Yeah. I mean, I got to, <laughs> maybe you'll appreciate this in my personality. I don't know if it's a healthy thing, but, uh, you know, I was the one three weeks ago saying quarantine, like we've been quarant- quarantined, whatever. We've been self-isolating for, oh, I think over three weeks. I don't know. It's been forever. We've been home well, well yeah. before we were told to. But as soon as we were told that we had to be home <laughs> and businesses were closed, I've been really itching to leave. Like, I'm really now wanting to be like, I kind of want to go hilarious. out now. Uh, because screw you for telling me I have to stay home. Yeah. 
Um, I've been, I was isolating and if I was going to go out, I would take a risk on my own with my, you know, based on my own judgment. Uh, but being told that I can't go get Starbucks makes me want to go get Starbucks. Uh, so like my wife was scratching her head this morning. Cause like, I don't know, maybe we could go to home Depot. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, well, uh, I, I really want to, I really want to go out. <laughs> Home Depot, I went yesterday, and it is not worth it. The, the line was around the store because they're only letting 10 people in at a time. Oh. And it's a huge store. And so I ended up saying, screw Home Depot. I went to Walmart. Then my fella said, <laughs> we can't go back to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> because we were just joking about, you know, all these stereotypes about, like, people of Walmart or whatever. Which like I don't, Karen's, I don't Karen's know. at Walmart? Well, yeah, but there was like somebody coughing there and I'm like, mm. and uh, like if you've got a cough or something, wouldn't you stay home? <laughs> like, wouldn't you stay home? Because everybody's going to look at you and be, even if it's even if it's for some other reason, everyone's going to like say you've got a smoker's cough or something. Why go out right now? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you're just going to invite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I know it's, you know. I'm going to use my own judgment, and I will start going out when I think uh, when I think it's safe, regardless of what the state says. But um, the 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 silver lining is: look, I was the one early on saying hunker down early because every information, every piece of information we have is two weeks late. So if you see a trend like this, well, it's gone like this since then because it's two weeks late. Everything we're seeing is two weeks late because uh, that's how the virus works. Um, similarly, though. Uh, when things start to get better, that information will be two weeks late. It will be two weeks more better, two weeks from when they start to get better. So, um, you know, I'm a big fan of using your own judgment, uh, not following what the state says about where you should go grocery shopping or if you should go grocery shopping. Or, um, you know, one of the things that's bothering me the most is California is doing two things simultaneously. We are releasing prisoners because we're California, so wouldn't want to have, have people in jail. And um, hopefully most of them are nonviolent, but I don't think they are all nonviolent. So releasing criminals. And um, and by the way, the other thing with nonviolent crimes, uh, obviously I'm opposed to jailing people for victimless crimes. However, a lot of times people get, when there are victimless crimes that are on the books, a lot of times violent criminals get plea deals for victimless crimes and end up in jail uh, as nonviolent offenders, even though they actually are violent offenders. Anyway, California is releasing prisoners and... Um, and closing gun stores, so you can't protect yourself. And if I don't know if you saw this, police yeah. around the country are starting to say, "Oh, by the way, uh, just as a reminder, we're not protecting you." Um, here's here's what uh, here's what Cincinnati police said. Uh, hey, we're no longer going to send officers for assault charges with no injury, breaking and entering, not wow. sending an officer, criminal Beatties. property damage, lost stolen property, menacing, phone harassment. Um, so they're, they're not sending anybody for B and E's, but you, but you're not allowed to have a gun to protect yourself. Right. Right. And, and just to be clear, the cops were never, have never, ever been there to protect you. That is not their job to serve and protect is just a marketing slogan. Their job is to show up after you're dead and write a report. That's their job. And then maybe go. Catch I, the criminal. I disagree with that. No, their but, job is not. They can't possibly protect you. They can't. No, in some cases, they have, and 
They have no obligation to go in to actually protect they you. They don't have an obligation to, but some cops do. So there I didn't have say what some cops do in their spare right. time or out of the goodness of their heart. I said what their job is. Their job is not to protect you. That is not their job. Their job is to file a report afterwards, not protect you. Some cops are heroic, and if they see something happening, they will protect you. Good for them. But that's not their job. If you're a cop and you see something going down and you're like, I don't want to go in because I'm scared. All right. You don't have to. You can wait till the murder's over and, you know, take some notes and, you know, call the guys in to take pictures and draw chalk outlines. Either That's way, fine. this makes it this makes this more obvious than don't instead of talking about like what their job always is. You put up a graphic like that where they're saying now we're not going to show up for these things. Right. That's very obvious to people. Right. And then at the simultaneously, you're closing gun stores so they can't buy guns. Hey, we're not going to come if you call us because somebody's breaking into your house and your home. Yep. But you are not allowed to go get a gun to protect yourself in that situation. That's insane. Yep. Meanwhile, here in Texas, where I'm at, the liquor stores are still open. They're considered essential. How are the liquor? How is alcohol essential, but having a gun for protection is not? I don't get that. I, well, because you're, because Carrie, um, you are viewed as a farm animal, not a wild animal. You're not an individual. You're a farm animal and farm animals need to be drugged, but they certainly don't need the power to resist the farmer. Uh, so that's why. Yeah. Let all the sheep go get their alcohol. That's right. And come home and knock themselves out. Yep. But not, yeah. That's right. So there you go. And, you know, it's not just, you know, this was the Cincinnati Police Department. It's not just the Cincinnati Police. Um, California has, has said that they're, I mean, California already, in many parts of California, they already don't show up for a lot of stuff. Or it's like, you know, I, I was listening to the uh, police bands a little bit. And, like, it's it's crazy to hear the timelines on stuff. It'll be like 8 at night. And the people will be like, it, you know, seven John thirty. Can you go check out blah 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 blah? And then they'll say the call came in at one forty five, and I'm like, I'm looking at my watch, going like, so they're dead. Like that was a long freaking time ago. <laughs> like they're just like catching up on stuff. They're not, you know, they don't show up in a couple minutes even, and a couple wow. minutes is too long if your life is threatened. Like they don't, they're, you know, cops show up hours later, especially in many parts of California. So. Uh, Tara's asking if the next book is Animal Farm. A lot of people have wanted it to be. I just read it again recently because my daughter read it. Um, so I guess I could. It's I a short to. read. It's easy. Yeah, maybe. I like. I want to do that book. I have it. I don't think I've actually read Animal Farm. I think what? I've read pieces of it. I know, right? I've, re- I've the other two that we did the class or the other three, Brave New World, 1984, Fahrenheit uh, 451. I had read all of those in school, but I don't think I read Animal Farm. Well, Animal Farm is a delight, and it is super fast. You'll love it. It's a fast read. You don't have to worry about not making it in time for book club. Uh, it's, it's a fast read. Um, Speaking of which, uh, book club, guys, is Sunday. We had rescheduled it from last week. Sunday, 7 p.m. Texas time. Uh, we're going to be doing it live. If you want to be on camera, and I know there's – I know just anecdotally from people – letting me know on Instagram and other places. There are more people reading this book, it seems, than the other books. 
So uh, I hope that you guys all show up. You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to be. You can be in the live chat like people are today. But if you want to be in the video discussion, just send us an email at speak at unsafespace.com. The book is uh, The Madness of Crowds by Douglas Murray. Yep. Yep. By the way, Carrie, did you see Boris Johnson has the coronavirus now? No. What's with all these leaders getting it? Like Prince Charles has it. There's some other leader that has it. Well, I think it's I think it's uh, a couple of reasons. One is it is people are underestimating how insanely contagious it is, and two, um, a lot of people in those positions they have a lot of social interactions. You know, uh, a leader is not going to self isolate. So, um, yeah, they're out and they're out even if they're not shaking hands, they're breathing air around other people. Um, so. Yeah, so Ninja Kitty says, I bet the Labor Party is ecstatic. Well, Ninja Kitty, it just so happens we have a little graphic from Twitter about that one. Let's see what the Labor Party is saying about this. Let's see what the party of peace-loving and caring is saying about their leader getting the coronavirus. <clears throat> ah, ha, 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 ha. Get effed, boomer. LMFAO. Uh, Boris has corona. Today is a good day. OMG, Boris has corona. We won. Yes, people I'm not going to gloat, but if there are people out there who deserve to get this, it's Mr. We Need to Let the Virus Work. Wow. Um, die. That's that's probably my favorite. Hope you die, XXX. You know, so that's, uh, wow. there's the left for you. Okay, yeah, this is sick. This is like, it just shows you what's in people's dark little hearts. But And what's weird is when they're not like embarrassed of that. They're not like, a, they don't recognize that. They don't recognize it as evil. It's weird because they think of themselves as good and they can't see it. it. Even though it's blatant, you're celebrating someone getting a virus and you're saying you hope they die. Like, I, I don't know. Yep. Um, yep. Hey, I just noticed something what? in chat that I'm going to share with everyone because Kent was telling me, I think he says he's nine and a half years sober, which is cool. Congratulations. Congrats, Kent. It's inspiring. Uh, I'm today. I just looked at the date because I don't keep track of it really well. Today is my five months without alcohol. Wow! Congratulations to Carrie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad I'm not drinking during this uh, apocalypse. Well, you'd run out. <laughs> uh, I'd run out. I, no, I guess you wouldn't because the liquor stores are open. Oh, the liquor stores are open. Yeah, but it's like it's just you know I'm just glad it, I'm like oh gosh thank God I quit before this. Not, not that I'm judging anyone who's drinking. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm just saying, me, my tendency during stress or whatever, I'd be like self-medicating every night. Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely tempting. I mean, I'm not much of a drinker usually, but uh, I like I I dropped out of uh, my carnivore diet a little bit because predominantly because I was like having a drink every night for a week or so, and I was like, ah, I got to stop that. It's just not it's not healthy. Um, well, but this, well, this, this is a stressful situation. It makes you want to. Yeah, it is. Let's share this for a second. Okay. So today, Nicole's in chat. Nicole says today's her 19th day without alcohol. You go, Nicole. That is cool. I'm very proud of you. And then Smokey says not drinking anymore, but I'm smoking more. Okay. Guilty confession. I started smoking last month. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and squeezing a balloon with you. Stop doing this thing. Okay. <laughs> okay but but and and nicole nicole's also trying to quit smoking <laughs> she just said me too though 
so yeah, you're I a bad know. influence on Nicole. <laughs> well, she and I were talking yesterday about smoking and stuff. So anyway, I'm no longer smoking. So just pray Good. for me. All right, don't pray don't for smoke me. anymore. Because it can really take over. And I, I was all cocky after we did at the beginning of the year. Remember we did talking about um walking away from bad habits. And, mm-hmm. and I quit. I used to be a smoker and I quit smoking 15 years ago. And I guess I just was like cocky. And I was going through some personal shit about a month ago. And I was like, oh, I'll just have one or two. No. My personality type is such that that doesn't work. So anyway. Well, Spock's mom. <laughs> is telling you that smoker's death rate is higher for corona. And by the way, there have been people dying uh, our age. It's not just old people. So, um, Well, I know. I think at the last part, she said, get the beer back out. <laughs> yeah. No. I wasn't saying that part, Carrie. <laughs> no. Well, no, I just, I'm not going to start drinking again, but uh, I, w- I definitely want to cut the smoking out too. So, and so just, uh, yeah, if you've got a prayer and you want to say it or do a meditation, whatever you do, do that for me with strength not to pick that up again. Send so. a text. Send a text. <laughs> That's the atheist tech, tech way of doing it. Send a text. Um, thank you, Little Ragamuffin, by the way. She just uh, gave a super chat. And she says, Boris Johnson was one of the last leaders to agree to social dis- distancing. This is a message to all leaders. Yeah, look, he may actually have brought this upon himself by his attitude and his taking the whole thing lightly. I'm not saying that's not true. Um it doesn't mean I'm going to dance on the guy's grave or potential grave. Um, you know. Uh, what else? Oh. I, this, is a, this is kind of a non sequitur, but I just want to mention it. <clears throat> um, I've been hearing people say, like, oh, this is a black swan event. You couldn't possibly know about this this is why we have to take these extraordinary measures economically and everything else have you heard people use that language i heard you use black swan event i thought i don't think so i hope i didn't um you did no well i shouldn't have um i'm gonna correct (laughs) myself right now um because i was just reading an article by nasim taleb and mark spitznagel now nasim is the author of black swan the book black swan um and he makes a great point here. He says, furthermore, some people claim that the pandemic is a black swan, hence something unexpected, so not planning for it is excusable. The book they commonly cite is The Black Swan by one of us, because he's, he's co-writing this article. <clears throat> Had they read that book, they would have known that such a global pandemic is explicitly presented there as a white swan. I actually never read that book. Uh, I have read his other stuff, though. They would have known that that was explicitly presented as a white swan, something that would eventually take place with great certainty. Such acute pandemic is unavoidable, the result of the structure of the modern world, and its economic consequences would be compounded because of the increased connectivity and over-optimization. As a matter of fact, the government of Singapore, whom we advised in the past, was prepared for such an eventuality with a precise plan as early as 2010. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is um, not to point out that I was wrong if I called it a black swan, although uh, mea culpa. Um, <clears throat> because I, I've never said it wasn't something you could prepare, you couldn't, something you couldn't prepare for. And um, this, is the, this is the issue with Keynesianism generally 
Um, this is the issue with bad economics. When you have an economic policy that discourages savings and encourages um, borrowing, and we have a, a debt-based economy, when an event happens, you, you actually aren't prepared for it. You have no savings. In a functional economy, this would be still bad, but it would be much easier to ride it out because we would, tap, we would be tapping into our savings, not freaking out that we uh, have no savings to tap into. Um, and we're in that position precisely because of basically modern monetary theory and Keynesianism and everyone who rejects pretty basic Austrian economics, um, and uh, which is the left and actually most of the right. So I just want to bring that up because I mentioned, uh, you know, I did my stream on economics last night, and I just wanted to, I want to point that out that we would be better off if we had a different system. Um, along those lines, I've been hearing people say, uh, I've been hearing people, especially on the left, use this as an excuse to argue for national health care and saying, oh, something's wrong with our health care system. We need the government to fix it. I'm sure you've seen that, right? Yeah. Uh, she's muting herself because Tiger is visiting. <laughs> um, and they're citing like, oh, look, this is a really expensive procedure here, blah, blah, blah. Time to revamp healthcare, blah, yada, yada, yada. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Couple things. First, uh, let's just take a look at, I know what we'll do here. I'll look at, um, we will look at the coronavirus death rate. And let's see if I can pull it up. I don't know why I'm having trouble with this graphic, but yeah, I'm having trouble pulling this graphic up. Anyway, I'll just read them. The okay. death rate for Italy, which has national, basically national healthcare, much more socialized medicine, is 9.51%. The death rate for the U.S. so far is 1.23%. Um, now, that's not, that's just an anecdote. That's not proof of anything. But government healthcare is not a magic wand that solves problems. Um, the idea that any problem in our healthcare system should automatically be attributed to some sort of failure of the free market or some sort of failure that the government's not doing enough or we need more of this or blah, blah, blah. Um, that's just functionally retarded. We have nowhere near a free market in healthcare. We haven't had a free market in healthcare forever. So you're, you're operating off of this premise, which is completely false, that the problem is the market. How would you know? We're not in a free market. We have nothing to do with a free market. In fact, when healthcare was more free, it was generally much more cheap. Uh, it's costs of healthcare have risen with increased regulation and increased government involvement. This is not different than any other industry. There's a reason why the price of computing power has dropped. There's a reason why this phone has way more computing power than all of the computers that, uh, you know, directed rockets to land on the moon and and had, and had them come back. Uh, and it's way cheaper by orders of magnitude. I think it also has orders of magnitude, more processing power. I mean, there's a reason that that price has gone down. It's because electronics are a free market. This, it's a free market. The government's not involved. So, I mean, obviously they were involved in the NASA uh, moon landing, but like it, it's a free market that, that does electronics. That's why the price goes down. Prices should go down for things. As new techniques are invented, as new uh, methods for, uh, like new medical devices are, met, are uh, invented, prices should be going down. And if they're not going down, your first question should be, 
why aren't they going down? What's upsetting the free market? What's different about this? Because the free market drives prices down over time. Um, and the answer is we have nothing that resembles a free market in healthcare. We have a kind of weird, oligarchical, highly regulated, pseudo-socialist in some areas, but not in others. We have a quagmire of government regu regulations and programs. We don't have free, we don't have a free market in healthcare in this country. So, you know, it's fine to make an argument that you think we should have uh, socialized medicine. I think you're wrong and we can argue about that, but it's not fine to say, see, look at the problems. Therefore, the problems must be caused by not enough government. That's just dumb. That's just dumb. You don't know that. It's, it's like, it's, it's like people who are like, well, there aren't enough Women CEOs, the problem must be misogyny. Like, I, you don't right. know that. You can't, it's a univariate cause and it's the wrong cause. It's like government has been what's pushing prices up. It's government's responsible for the problem. And actually, even Andrew Yang, God bless Andrew Yang. I mean, I don't like Andrew Yang. I don't even believe in God, but God bless Andrew Yang. <laughs> I don't generally like his politics. But even Andrew Yang tweeted something the other day. He said, Government, something, I'm paraphrasing, government is the only institution that can fail and then grow bigger as a result. He's exactly correct. I'm Sorry, here. I'm, I just switched <laughs> back to you to let you say something. I don't know. I was ranting, so I stopped. Yeah, I'm, I zoned out. I was reading the comments. <laughs> There's just in chat reading the comments. All righty. Uh, is there anything people want to talk about in chat? Um, well, hold on. I was reading them. and okay. um, I'm reading as well. Somebody was saying, Elizabeth said, the virus has made me very anti-government intervention at this point. It will buy, I will buy a stump grinder with my check. I don't understand that. What does that mean? I will buy a stump grinder with my check? Uh... I think it means they're going to buy a stump grant with their check, but I'm not oh. sure why. <laughs> I don't know if, if there's I, any hidden meaning in the stump grinder. Maybe they need a stump grinder. Um, I could see that. If I didn't need uh, the money desperately, I would just put it in Bitcoin. But I have to use it. So. Well, it's not coming until May. Be aware. Um, and actually, uh, you should probably watch my live stream last, last night. But it's all economics. I don't think. I think your eyes will glaze over. But try That's to not. not them true. I would have talked about that. I had things to say, probably. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, J.M. Galloway says, wow, intelligence from Yang, right? I was a little bit confused. I'm like, if that's your stance, Yang, what the hell have you been doing this whole time? Um, so yeah, who knows? I don't like it when people say things like this. Somebody said, uh, don't count your days of sobriety what happens when you reach a certain number or something. Oh, best not to count sober day. Well, first of all, I don't count them. I have to remind myself of what day it is and then be like, oh, it's the 27th. Somebody in chat, I was going to say, you know, to him how many, how long it had been. And it was a surprise to me that today is the exact day of five months. But uh, I'm not going to forget how much time has passed and I'm not going to refuse to celebrate it. And I think things different things work well for different people so i appreciate the advice i get that it's coming from a good place but i also think that different things work well for different people and uh but i kind of agree with you i don't 
I don't wake up every day going, it's day so-and-so. Anyway. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't have, uh, I don't have anything to add. I, I kind of figure it's a personal struggle, so I'm not going to yeah. tell you what works for you. Do your thing. It's a good idea to not drink. So, um, I have heard, um, people say, Oh, thank you. Spock's mom. By the way, Spock's mom doesn't realize this, but, uh, we hung out on my last night of drinking and then she went home and the party continued for me. <laughs> Which is why you're no longer drinking. Anyway. <laughs> Which is why I'm no longer drinking. <laughs> no, I had already planned it anyway. Um, but uh, I just went ahead and quit early. I was planning it for a certain day and then I was like, you know what? I think that was the last night. That one right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should say thank you to Stephen uh, Landau who just... Uh, Donated oh my God, in chat. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about, please let us know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think I don't. I, I can't decide whether this is it. This almost seems like this is a victory for authoritarians politically, but a loss for authoritarians culturally. Does that make sense? Maybe. What do you mean? I feel like there, there's a lot of power grabbing happening on the political levels, but there's also a lot of resentment to it culturally that I'm seeing that I haven't seen as much um, in the past. So maybe this whole thing, maybe what will come out of this whole thing is uh, a shift in culture where people uh, don't like their government. Then, then again, there are a lot of Karens who are like, bring on the martial law. So um, I don't know. Uh, have, you been, have you been paying attention to Biden this week, Carrie? Um, not really. I, at first I was just wondering where he was. And then I saw a little clip of an interview with him and he, it, I don't really have anything to say about him. I, I don't think he adds anything. I think he, what we said before is he is still applicable. He's kind of not the same. He's not with it. If he were my father, I would have a serious talk with him about stepping down. And I think his response to all this has been, um, I, I'm glad he's not our leader right now. I'll put it that way. Yeah. He makes me glad that Trump is the leader right now. How crazy is that? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I haven't been paying too much attention to him, but I will say that every, every time he goes on camera, I think he hurts himself. Um, yeah. I, I don't think, I, I don't think he's doing well. Um, you know, <clears throat> he's, he doesn't speak like a leader. He, uh, isn't saying anything that profound. He seems kind of bumbling and lost as as normal. Uh, those just uh, he seems like he should be retired. Uh, so, um, duty rated, who's a buddy of mine, says we're doomed in chat. I know, I know, we're doomed. Duty. I I will say I think we're going into a depression. I'm. You can watch last night's video if you want to more about this. But I don't think this is a recession. I think this is a depression. I think you should strap in for the long term. Um, this is going to be this is going to be bad economically for a while. Uh, this is not a this is not a dip. And we're coming back by Christmas. That's not how this is going, in my opinion. So <clears throat> yeah, that's a sentence that could be misconstrued. This is not a dip. And we're coming back by Christmas, guys. No, I'm saying we're not coming back. <laughs> I know. Christmas. Yeah. I know. I'm just um, saying. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is not a dip in which we would come back by Christmas. This is a, you know, this is a pretty, this is a pretty severe change and there's going to be some reconfiguration. Well, so. I know there's like 
I mean, I have to go soon, actually. Uh, sorry. But, um, okay. you know, p- people were talking about, like, the probability that you're going to see a lot of people just quit paying rent. Because what's the incentive to keep paying when, you know, the corporation's just got a huge bailout that you're going to be paying out the nose for in taxes? And if you're being forced to sit at home and not work and you don't have any income coming in, unless you're friends with your landlord and there's a personal connection there that makes you makes it makes it something that you're unable to do because you feel bad. I see a lot of people not paying rent. Yeah. And I see a lot of people and you, uh, the Cheesecake Factory already said, hey, guys, we're not paying rent for the next three months at any of our locations. Like, yep. And then there's a domino effect. What happens to the companies that collect the rent? Like my friend works at one of the companies that Cheesecake Factory is one of their clients. Um, Laura, who's in chat. I know there are people who have like who make their income. Their only source of income is like rental properties. And they have mortgages on some of these properties. Yep. And yep. I talked about all this rent. last night. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a big deal. I know. Yeah, That's why right. I said I would have been on that one with you gladly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like it, it is. I agree with you. It's a big. It's a big deal. Um, Maria Tuscan asks, "What's the difference between a repression and and a uh, sorry a depression and recession?" Um, it's it's not actually super well defined. Um, the 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 fun way to say it is a recession is when someone else loses their job and a depression is when you lose your job. <laughs> but um, uh, I I think colloquially, even though there's not a great definition, it's like depressions are more severe and longer. That's all. Um, you know, when I say, I, when I say it's not going to come back by Christmas, um, that's kind of my way of saying like, look, this is going to be a couple of years and, and I'm calling that a depression. Um, and I think it will be more severe than stuff we've seen in the past. So, um, and we'll see some stagflation, which I think I also mentioned. So, uh, thank you, Ninja Kitty. Uh, I'm glad that you you screwed up a few more times. So we'll take your we'll take your super chat. Thank you, Ninja Kitty. All right. Well, we should wrap it up, Carrie. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. You guys have a good weekend. We'll see you at book club on Sunday. Yes, and don't forget to send an email to speak at unsafespace.com if you want to be in book club. You gotta send the email or. Uh, I'm not going to send you the link because I won't know that you want to watch. So please do that. Um, we will send a, well, there'll be another video out later, um, uh, probably tonight, um, with Carrie's thoughts about some of this stuff. And, uh, and like I said, I streamed last night about some thoughts. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. As we mentioned at the beginning, people are not getting notifications for this. So we really need your help to get the word out and get more people watching the channel. That helps us. And, uh, yeah, if you can, go to Subscribe Star and contribute. I think it's the last day for Ragamuffin's um, contest. So you can go do that. And uh, I guess that's it. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good well, weekend. Thanks, guys. Yep. See you later. See you later.